thought leaders, storytellers and griots sharing personal highlights on Stories of the Week. So in the past week, we found out that uh, 60% of young South Africans between the ages of 15 to 25 are unemployed. And um, uh, why, why I'm saying this, our conversation that's coming up next, I'm going to be talking to our guest, Chijoke Nuosu, Senior Lecturer, University of the Free State. And to put everything into context, millions of young South Africans are jobless and study finds that giving them soft skills like networking helps their prospects. And a Senior Lecturer at the University of Free State, um, uh, Chijoke Nuosu wrote about this on the conversation. A very good morning and a warm welcome to Jet Set Breakfast. Thank you very much, Betha, and um, welcome to your listeners. Now, I, I know this is quite, it's been, you know, the subject matter of the week, or should I say it's been highlighted in the media, that 60% of young South Africans between the ages of 15 to 25 are unemployed. And I like that you've uh, you've come up with them. Um, you know, you've uh, written about, you know, you know, the conversation. How do we overcome this problem? Um, thank you, Betha. That's an important question. Um, so, first of all, I have to acknowledge my, my co-authors, especially my lead author, um, Professor Alexis Habiarem of, of, of um, UJ, and also um, Dr. Habana Batize. So, this article we wrote on the conversation is... You know, coming from uh, and from you know uh, an article we wrote earlier that was published. Yes. So as you said, um, a lot of young South Africans, um, especially in this 15 to 24 year, uh, you know, you know, brackets uh, are unemployed. And um, what we did find, um, of course, we just evaluated a, one of the government's flagship projects. Um, called the Narisek um, um, project, which which I might get into later. Uh, of course, as you rightly said, is that giving them soft skills can help. Of course, it's not only one thing that can help, right? That you know that can solve the whole problem, but it's likely to be an important um, determinant of their success in getting a job. Mm. And how do we marry the two? You know, where we get our youngsters to then understand the soft skills. I remember uh, during high school days, we used to have what is called um, a career guidance. And just to give you, to, so that you understand that when you're in the workplace, this is what happens. Is this program still being run maybe under a different title? Um, well, I might not be able to comment on specific programs, but back to your question in terms of how do we um, capacitate um, y young people. I think it's a multifaceted um, approach that is required. We, uh, um, for instance, uh, projects like the NARISEC, which have built in um, these sort of uh, skill sets into their programs can be leveraged. And of course, also, um, it's also important to sort of get that into, you know, sort of this um, soft skills into the programs in schools. Like you, you did mention the kind of, pro, you, know, you know, programs that we are, you know, that, that we are being emphasized earlier. But even, um, you know, one thing you do, you do notice is that in school, we are mostly 
interested in being able to learn, right? The, the typical subjects that will help you get a job. And there is very little attention on these important, important skills. And why these kind of soft skills like um, leadership training, like uh, networking, um, like communication skills, uh, problem solving skills, um, while they are being spoken about, it's it's it usually is not the case that they are you know consciously integrated into our our, our different um our different curricula. Mm. Uh, so it is something that uh, those who are teaching the learners, um, you know, sh it it should be something that we should be able to uh, think about infusing into. Uh, their curriculum and also even into their training, because it's you know it's one thing to be a teacher, it's one thing to be let's say, even a university lecturer, but it's another thing to sort of know some of these things. Even in the universities, for instance, you know where where I operate, um, you you do notice even from your interaction with students sometimes the way they they send you emails sometimes. You know, like for instance, even even the way they they, they write application letters, cover letters, that yes. there's a very big vacuum in terms of the kind of skills that are required, and especially in a high unemployment context, like we unfortunately have in South Africa, um, some of these uh, things will be the tiny tiny things that will um, differentiate people from a vast pool of applicants. So there should be a very, there should be concerted effort to sort of uh, include these sort of um, soft skills into um, the training that we give to people. But I'm, I must state that uh, we are not saying that soft skills are the only um, important determinants of, of job market success, but uh, they form a very critical and often overlooked um, you know, components of the skill set that young people need. Mm. And I like that we're having this conversation and, and someone out there is thinking, okay, fine, what are these soft skills? I know you've highlighted, I think, I think three or two or so. Maybe just give a breakdown of what are considered to be soft skills so that whoever is out there and listening can actually understand because we can take it for granted that all of us understand what soft skills are. Okay. So what we like to term as soft skills, especially in the context of this study, are things like your networking skills, um, you know, problem-solving skills, leadership skills. And by maybe by way of um, more explanation, let's contextualize what we are talking about. Uh, the, the program we evaluated, in, in this case, the NARISEC program, um, which is the National Rural Youth Service Core uh, Scheme. Basically, it targets rural um, school leavers mm -hmm. who are unemployed. So you can begin to imagine um, the context that these um, individuals grew up in. M many of them attended um, low socioeconomic uh, schools, maybe non-fee-paying schools. And even we have seen from the from the recent peer study in terms of even um, it's difficult to get people to to read for meaning uh, in some of these uh, schools, unfortunately. So now, when you now juxtapose that where they are coming from with the requirements of the of the of the of the present day twenty first century workplace, you now see that unfortunately, given 
the environment that they have been exposed to most of their of their uh, life that they do not have um, the networks to be able to permeate some of these formal um, work environments. Um, even those who are interested in, let's say, uh, setting up their own um, enterprises, some of them don't even know how to in integrate themselves into the value chain in order, let's say, to get uh, the the the, the, the let's say supermarkets who will buy their their products or, or thereabouts. So um, it is this kind of skills and even um, something like developing a business plan, right? Um, so something like knowing who to speak to, where to go, you know, even things like um, properly making um, use of um, information technology. So these are some of the of and even the confidence to you know to be able to pitch their plans and you know to you know to pitch their proposals. So these are some of the important things that unfortunately um, are not being covered in school. Um, given the way the curriculum is 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 designed, is not, not covered adequately in school, and that which play very critical um, roles, especially uh, given the high competition for available jobs. Mm. And, and let's look at the strengths of this program. What are the strengths? So the strength, of, of course, um, uh, the, the, the NARISEC program, and even you, you get the idea when you speak to those who are in the know, people you may call the key informants in, in this kind of study, the strength is that it is really a very relevant program by the government, right? Um, it is coherently articulated in the sense that it knows uh, some of the big challenges that young people, especially young rural people, uh, face. And also the program in its design, for instance, it does um, you know, talk about um, helping young people you know, with some sort of skills, uh, like trying to develop business plans for those who want to go into um, into their own businesses in terms of mentorship and the rest. So, the, and also there is sort of a, a tracking mechanism inbuilt into the program to, to be able to monitor those who graduate from the program. Of course, we can talk about some of the weaknesses uh, later um, in terms of uh, whether some of these uh, tracking devices are being optimally utilized. Mm. And uh, I mean, from ever since the writing and, of course, um, you know, the implementation of the program, would you say that you've seen a, an improvement or effectiveness? So, uh, so talking about um, improvement overall, of course, we, we are still here sitting on very high youth unemployment numbers, right? Uh, which which have been stable over 60% for, for the greater part of the last decade. So in that macro context, you might um, become pessimistic and say that these programs uh, are not you know, very um, effective. Even there are other youth employment programs, for instance, the ETI that many studies have found with, that have uh, very little impact. Um, so on a macro scale, you might say that they don't have any they don't have much they might not be so effective but um the the reality is also that there are people who 
um, say that they have benefited from the program. Um, you know, in terms of that, their participation in the program helped them in securing their jobs. But of course, now when we talk about it in the overall context, uh, there's, there's, there is this widespread feeling that such programs can do far better than they are doing currently. Mm. And do you do you foresee it being spread around uh, across the country to other uh, provinces? Of course, of course, it is countrywide. It is countrywide. Um, it, it 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 covers the, the entire country. So it is not located. It's not um, located in a particular area. Um, but uh, of course, uh, it needs to be strengthened in in and of even greater awareness. Not because not everybody I, I believe knows about this. Um, you know, greater awareness needs needs to be made in order for people to know more about it. Mm. And to talk about awareness, I mean, where can they find more information um, and who can they talk to? Um, so basically, the, the, uh, some, of the key, um, uh, some of the key actors in this are, of course, your uh, Department of Agriculture and uh, Land Reform and Rural Development, uh, because this is basically a rural uh, scheme. And also, um, the, the, even the Department of Military Veterans Affairs, these are some of the key actors in, the, in, you know, in, this, in this program. And, and uh, so these are some of the important sort of um, entry points that people can, you know, can look up to in order to get more information in terms of the modalities and how people can, you know, can qualify for it and how people can participate in this program. Great stuff. That's uh, Shijoke Nwosu, Senior Lecturer, University of the Free State, chatting to us about, uh, you know, means and ways to counter what we are faced with where unemployment has just become such a big problem. Thank you so much for joining us on Jet Set Breakfast. And uh, let's hope, you know, uh, when the pro- program is rolled out, there will be some form of improvement. Thank you so much. Have yourself a great Sunday. Thank you very much. And of course, if you're just wondering, you know, sometimes we sit and we say, okay, fine, what are this, the soft skills? I mean, your attitude is a soft skill. Communication, work ethic, teamwork, leadership qualities, time management, decision making, conflict resolution, critical thinking, networking, and one that we undermine the most, empathy. It is so pivotal. And when you're being interviewed, you may think, oh, well, what, what, what? But it really makes an impact. It can actually, it could be a deciding factor for you to be employed or unemployed, as well as a problem solving. It's part of soft skills. So wherever you are, when you see this program and you're struggling to find a job and you maybe you even have a PhD or a master's, maybe, you know, it could be that you just lack the soft skills and it's it's a matter of maybe uh, some form of a program that you you know you engage yourself in and voila the next time you find yourself you're employed but uh, keep it uh, locked right here on SAFM uh, because we engage as much as we can and of course leading the conversation do stand by for news coming up top of the hour at 8